Good uh, afternoon to everyone and to all of you who are joining us today uh, in your respective homes. And those who are friends on FB, Facebook, or YouTube, welcome to the online service of the Living Word Fellowship. And for those of you who are here attending our service today physically, thank you so much for uh, being with us today. We are so grateful, so happy. Every time you come over, we, we are so uh, enthralled and uh, excited to see you face to face. And um, today... Uh, is our work appreciation Sunday, and I hope you like the video that we have just presented. And that's our simple way of thanking you and telling you that we appreciate what you do. And thank you. Marami pong salamat for serving alongside us. Salamat po. Hindi ko na sasabihin yung mga languages sa sinabi nila. Uh, hindi ko naman, I don't speak any language other than English, Filipino, uh, Tagalog, and... Uh, Yun lang yata ang alam kong language. And a little bit something here and there. Alright, I'll be uh, connecting now to... Uh, I'm just connecting my, my, my um, laptop here before we go and proceed to our announcements. Alright. Um, can I just see the... See the screen? Okay, sorry. Pardon us for these little technical difficulties all the time because uh, we are live here on Shekinah, but uh, the songs are actually pre-recorded. All right. I think we're ready. So uh, again, for our quick announcement, let me just remind you that if you wish to attend our services, please do register every, every week to our event bright link. So for now, there's only one worship service that is open, uh, which is the 12 noon. But if, let's say, we have exceeded the number, we uh, invite them to our first service, which will be at 9 o'clock. And we just had our first service this morning. It was wonderful that many of uh, you came here. Uh, came. So um, next week, it will be the same. So please do register every time, every Sunday. Um, as of the moment, we do not encourage walk-ins as much as possible because uh, we are limited to 100 packs, 100 persons uh, each service. So uh, we don't want to turn you down. We don't want to, to, to let you wait outside. So please do register. If you have problems uh, registering online, text us. Either text me, text Pastor Noel, or text any one of us, or text your care group leaders, and they will be able to forward your reservation to us. So, yun po ang aming pakiusap sa inyo. Um, we are still collecting donations for our uh, typhoon relief efforts for those who were affected by typhoons Rolly and Ulysses, but we will have to end our collection uh, on December 15, that will be the last day of our collection, both in cash and in kind. So December 15, I think that's a Tuesday. So you have two weeks to bring your um, in-kind or in-cash donations. And uh, as what we have said, please do sort them out for us because we have limited number of people who can sort those things out. Uh, so please don't give your used gowns Mga traje de bodang hindi ginamit, mga boots, mga binaha yung mga tao. So feeling, saan magagamit yung leather boots, di ba? Uh, jacket, of course, that's, that'd be good. Pero yung leather jacket, hindi ko alam. At may gusto maghagibi sa kanila. But uh, please do sort them out because um, it will take time also to sort them out. Huwag po kayo magbibigyan ng mga used underwear, ha? O, please, utang na loob. <laughs> And also, para namang pinapatapon, eto, tapata na, huwag nang magpapatapon sa amin yung, gusto nyo itapon, bibigay nyo na ito, kami nilang magtatapon. Hindi po kami kolektor ng ano. Bibigay nyo naman po yung magagamit ang ating mga kababayan. Maari po ba? Ah, nagpapatawa lang ako, pero alam kong uh, you, you know what I mean. So thank you so much for those who have helped us. We just praise God for the wonderful uh, things that God has done to your life and you're just overflowing with that blessing. You're giving it to the Lord. So, another announcement is that when you exit, we will wait for the ushers to signal to us before we exit this place because we don't want to congregate outside. So, this time, ang una pong lalabas ay yung pong mga nasa love, joy, and hope room kung may lalabas sa kanila, then the hope room, and then the ushers here will signal it's time for us to uh, go out. So, 
relax lang kayo mga te, wag kayo agad tatayo later on. So we will be uh, ushered out later on. And let me just remind you as well, if you're in Hope, Love, Joy, Peace Rooms, and in Shekinah, please do not cross over. Why? Because the reason is that we don't want, just in case, wag, no, hindi pa hihintulutan ng Panginoon, nawa, just in case there's a case, there will be no cross-contamination. That's the purpose why those who are there cannot be here, and those who are cannot be there. Yon ang dahilan. So, sundin po ninyo yung ating mga ushers. If they say you cannot cross, please do not cross. You can, ngayon po, galit-galit muna tayo kunwari. So, dyan lang kayo, stay there, we will stay here. Now, if you want to be here, register so you could be here. But if you're an IBI SOL student, stay where your classroom is. Maliwanag po, narinig, tam, narinig ko ba yung mga taga Hope Joy Room that they are saying yes to me? Uh, I cannot hear them, but uh, I hope you understand me. Marami pong salamat sa inyo, sa pag-unawa sa amin. So today, we celebrate our work, uh, Workers' Appreciation Sunday, and we appreciate all of you, as I've mentioned. So today, as our uh, Workers' Appreciation Day for our workers, not just to the pastoral staff, but to you who are volunteer workers, this, is, this Sunday is for you. And so, let's thank God for your life. Palapakan natin ang Panginoon. Palapakan natin ang ating mga sarili. Um, but today, I want to talk about your motivation in serving God. There's so many motivations why we serve God, and we will explore one today. At I hope uh, by the end of our sermon, you'll be able to realize what should be one of our greatest priorities or motivations in serving God. Now, I'll show you this picture because I've watched this documentary in National Geographic. We see here the picture of Dr. Sanduk Ruit, who's an ophthalmologist, an eye doctor, whose mission is to help um, people who are suffering from different eye diseases. And he, he actually uh, went to North Korea, if you know North Korea, that hermit country. He went to North Korea and other developing countries to perform surgeries. And he would perform hundreds, if not thousands of surgeries, not only in North Korea, but also in other developing countries. In fact, he was awarded in 2006 the Ramon Magsaysay Awardee for International Understanding. Yung pong Ramon Magsaysay Award ay parang Nobel Prize ng Asia. So he was awarded to that. Now, what happened in that documentary is that as he would perform a lot of eye surgeries in North Korea, um, the North Korean patients would be brought into this hall after the operation. And of course, after you've, you've got that eye operation, you will have eye patches. Um, for those of you who might have experienced this, you could relate, there's an eye patch. And so it will be their first time to open that eye patch, so they will be brought to this hall. And when they're brought to this hall, the first picture and the first portrait that they will see is none other than the picture of the commanding general, General Kim Jong-il. So remove yung patch, and they will see the portrait of the commanding general. And they will have friends, and they will say, praise the commanding general. Thank you, commanding general. And of course, the name of the deceased commanding general's father. Uh, I cannot remember the name, but uh, I did not Google anymore, but there's a father also. But so they would praise him. They would say, oh, praise him, thank you, thank you. They would say that. Not even thank you to Dr. Ruit, who performed. Imagine the feat. He would perform hundreds of surgeries a day. Imagine that. So they were crying, wailing, profusely thanking the commanding general. They were so awed and so grateful to Kim Jong-il. So I asked, what's going on here? In my mind, I said, why are, why are they praising uh, King Jong-il? Perhaps I don't know with these people, with the North Koreans. I haven't spoken to a North Korean and I haven't met one. So I could not judge them what goes into their mind. But perhaps for these North Koreans, they were probably truly grateful. I don't know. For them, perhaps King Jong-il is their only hope. I don't know. I, I couldn't say that. They revere him so much. They fear him, yet they revere him. So this is my question. 
if they fear him yet revere him, could fear be a motivation to serve God? Why do you serve God? Gusto ko pong itanong sa inyo. Because for me, I'm, I'm struggling with that. If you tell me if, what is my motivation in serving God before, I said, it must be love. Hindi ba? For me, I struggle with that. That's anomalous to me. I could not someone or serve someone that I fear. Why? Because it's difficult to, to serve when you fear someone. Alam mo, sisigawan ka, papagalitan ka, paparusahan ka. Why would you serve that person? Am I right? So I struggle with it. So tanong ko sa inyo ngayong umagang ito, sino sa inyo ngayon, itaas ninyo yung mga kamay, at sa mga nasa bakay, mga ka-FB friends, I won't be able to see you. So itaas nyo rin ang kamay ninyo, kundi nandito kayo sa amin. Do you fear God? May takot ba kayo sa Diyos? Taas nyo yung mga kamay, sino dito takot sa Diyos? May takot kayo sa Diyos? Alright. So if you fear Him, why do you fear Him? Why are you afraid of God? How do you fear God? So, that leads us to this question. What does it mean to fear God? Why is it necessary for us to fear God first before we can truly serve Him? So, I want us to explore this together. Could we have this fear, fear of God, as a motivation to serve God. I told you before, for me, that's anomalous. I don't find fear as my motivation to serve God. Dapat sana love. Dapat sana gratefulness or gratitude should be my motivation to serve God. And we will explore this. And I hope after this sermon, you would realize that fear could be your motivation to serve God. And with that, I've entitled this sermon, Leave Us Breathless. And I'll be reading from Psalms chapter 2, verse 11. And please read with me, and we will understand uh, what does it mean. So uh, there's only one verse. I won't ask you to stand anymore, but read this with me. Psalms chapter 2, verse 11. And I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. It says, Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. May the Lord be worshipped and praised by the reading of His Word. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you that you are with us. Thank you that you will be with us today. You will open our hearts. You will illumine our souls so that we may understand your word. Speak to your people today, I pray, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Now, we have just read Psalms 2, chapter 2, verse 11. And Pastor Well just told me a while ago that it's actually one of his favorite verses. And I hope after this, Pastor Well, you may either like this verse or appreciate or you will change the password already. Now, this chapter, if you read the entire chapter 2 of Psalms, it talks about Jesus. When you read the entire chapter 2, it speaks about a Messiah who should not be rejected. And these people who will reject this Messiah will find themselves in ruin or will be destroyed later on. And those who will not accept the kingdom of this ruler, the Messiah, will not be blessed. And those who will come to him or will take refuge in him will be blessed by God. And those who would want to serve this God must serve with fear. And when they rejoice, they should rejoice with trembling. That's where it hit me. Because I find this an oxymoron. Psalms 2.11 appears to be an oxymoron. And we just, if we just focus on this, look at these verses. Serve with fear, rejoice with trembling. Let us just review what oxymoron is in this verse. Now, when you uh, look at this oxymoron as a review, 
is a figure of speech where two opposite words in a sentence that make a single meaning. An example of which is deafening, deafening silence. Nakakabingi yung katahimikan. Tahimik niya eh, bakit nakakabingi? Oxymoron. Open secret. Eh, sekreto nga, di ba? Bakit open? Oxymoron. Isang example ng oxymoron sa atin. Di ba pag kayo ay close sa isang tao, open kayo sa isa't isa? Eh, di ba ba close, tapos naging open? Oxymoron. Cruel kindness. Yan. Yan ang mga oxymoron. Kaibigan putik. Kaibigan mo, bakit naging putik? Yan. Oxymoron. And when we look at this verse, It appears to me, it's an oxymoron. How can you serve with fear and how can you rejoice with trembling? Because if you serve, you must serve with love. If you serve, you serve with affection, not necessarily fear. When you rejoice, you do not tremble. What you experience when you rejoice, there's a butterfly in your stomach. You flutter, you, wow, I love this, I want this. Yan, di ba? Pag rejoice. Because trembling is associated with fear and terror. Pero, here in this verse, in Psalms 2.11, here, we are commanded with this oxymoron statement, when you serve this Messiah, you serve him with fear. So it, yeah, I'm boggled with that. Serve with fear? Sigurado ka ba, sino man ay nagsulat nito ng psalmist? Sigurado ka? Serve with fear. When you rejoice with this Messiah, with the saving salvation of this Messiah, you should rejoice with trembling. I find that difficult to understand because service to me should be characterized by love, devotion, and much affection. How can this be? How can that fear of God will cause us to rejoice? And we find so many verses in the scriptures. And we find, for instance, in Proverbs 9.10, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and in the, the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. We will explain that in a little while. But there's another verse in Proverbs. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. So in a way, it was defined to us. But this is my question. While these two verses are true, my question is, How can I fear God? What is the fear of God? Sabi ng Proverbs, to hate evil. So how can I hate evil? Fear God. So how can I uh, fear God? Hate evil. So how again I should hate evil? Fear God. So bumabalik lang ako dun sa tanong ko. I didn't answer the question. So we must define what fear of God is. That fear of God that will make us hate evil. Di ba yun ang tamang sagot dun sa tanong? So what do we mean by fearing God? And for those of you who are serving with us, I know that you serve God with love, with gratitude. But let me include this in your list. When you serve God, let it be your motivation. Fear. What does it mean? Ngayon, hindi ako magmamagaling, hindi ako mag I will share with you this idea of a German theologian called, named Rudolf Otto in his book, The Idea of Holy. Sabi ni Rudolf Otto, and of course, these theologians make life difficult for us. Ang sabi ni, ni Rudolf Otto, what constitutes the fear of God. When you say fear of God, because the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. If you fear God, you will hate evil. So the question is, what is this fear? And sabi ni Rudolf Otto, the fear of God constitute mystery, tremendousness, and fascination. We will discuss them one by one. Relax lang kayo. Pero itong sabi niya, what constitute the fear of God is mystery, tremendousness, and fascination. And he used this Latin term. Handa na ba kayo sa Latin term? Pwede nyo itong EFB, mga friends. Sabi niya, he used this term. Mysterium tremendum et fascinans. Pang FB, mga friends. Pero, hindi tayo magpo-focus dito sa Latin word. Dahil nga, theologian ito, pinapahirapan niya yung mga buhay natin. But, don't get intimidated with the Latin word. 
that constitute the fear of God because when you look at these words, Latin words very closely, you could easily derive the English derivations. Okay, let's start. Mysterium. Sounds like... Oh, ang gagalingin naman pala eh. Expert kayo sa Latin. Tremendum. Sounds like... Tremendous ba? Magagaling ah. Mga nag, siguro nag, nakapasa kayo sa English. No, pasar. Well. The last is fascinance. Sounds like... O ba? Galing. Palapakan natin. O kayo mga naka-FB, nakasagot ba kayo? Pero wag nyo itong gamitin sa FB, mga friends. Sasabihin nyo, mare, mysterium tremendum et fascinance. Baka sabihin na sinusumpaan nyo sila. Now, let's focus on this. Mysterious tremendum et fascinance. Now, we will discuss these words one by one. Let's define this term. Mysterium. Mystery. Mystery is unexplainable, difficult to understand. Hindi ito yung mystery na parang ang misteryo sa likod ng balete drive. Kasi pag sinabi yung mystery, naalala nyo ang gabi ng lagim. Hindi yan ang mystery. Mystery in the dictionary means unexplainable, difficult to understand. Mystery, to fear God, is mystery. Another word na ginamit dun sa mysterium at fascinance, tremendous at fascinance, is tremendousness. Tremendousness means huge, heavy, intense, or with intensity, or weight, bigat, tremendous. And the last word is fascinance. Nasagot yun, fascination. Fascination would mean fascinate, intense liking, captivate. You're drawn into, magnetized. Di ba? Para kang namamagnaton. You're fascinated by it. So, Rudolf Otto is telling us, when you fear God, you should experience these three. Mystery, tremendousness, and fascination. That is what it means to fear God. So, let's proceed. The fear of God is to be aware of His mysteriousness or His mystery. My dear brothers and sisters, FB friends, YouTube subscribers, kasama na kasi sila ngayon eh. This is the truth. We cannot fully understand God, but we can truly know Him. You know, this is the problem with us. We do not want God to be incomprehensible. But you know, in the poetry of our life, sa drama ng buhay natin, I can very much tell you now, and I know you can relate, there are things and there are times in our life that this incomprehensibility of God, this difficulty of being understood, this God who's difficult to understand, comfort us. We take comfort in the incomprehensibility of God. There is something in God that we could not fully grasp but with that holiness, that greatness, that majesty that would leave us so breathless, captivated, and wonder we are awed by God. Naranasan nyo ito sa inyong mga buhay. Marami akong mga nakausap, mga, lalo na nung mga namatayan. Sabi nila sa akin, alam nyo po, I could not understand what's happening to me. Hindi ko alam bakit pinahintulutan ng Diyos. I could not explain it. Those people have undergone tremendous trials and pain. Have you experienced that you cannot explain it? But have you felt God? Sabi nila, pero naramdaman ko ang Diyos. I felt the presence of God. I cannot explain it. Leave it to that. That's mystery. That is fear of God. And that is the problem. We always want to intellectualize our faith. Now, I'm not against intellect, intellectualism. I'm not against it. I am for it. But if our faith, especially to the young ones who are listening, who have been into the university, have studied so much, you know science and everything, you know everything about the world. Sometimes we put our faith into such small boxes that we put our faith into concepts where in fact our faith is a story to be told. Our faith is something that we could share with experience and to be alive with it. Hindi yan ang iintindihan ng mundo. Sometimes faith 
is to be left at that mysteriousness. You are just awed by the majesty, holiness, grandeur of God. And I know many of you have experienced that in your life. When you experience that, you have experienced, you become aware of the fear of God. Job realized this. And sabi ni Job sa Job 11.7, Can you find out the deep things of God? Can you find out the limit of the Almighty? Job also did not understand what happened to him. But later on, Job said these words. He said, Before I've just heard you, now I have seen you with my eyes. Job understand it. You know, my dear brothers and sisters, God is under no obligation to explain everything what he allows to happen. God is under no obligation to explain to you what he allows to happen in your life. But with that inexpressible thought, that incomprehensibility, that something that we could not fully grasp, we discover the mystery, the majesty, power, presence of God. Would you believe that? And I know you've experienced that. I've experienced it. I could not explain it. But in that incomprehensibility, I have found God. In Romans 11, 33 and 34, if we will just focus on that, it says there, Oh, the depths of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable is judgment and his path beyond tracing out. Who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? No one can understand that. To fear God is to be aware of his mystery. Are you still awed by God? Kayo ba ay captivate? Kibay namamangha pa rin sa inyong Diyos? And the second one, what is the fear of God? The fear of God is to realize His tremendousness. Sabi ko kanina, tremendousness means weight, intensity. In Isaiah uh, 6.5, when we will uh, do it later. Now, tremendousness would mean sense of holy dread, reverential awe, to have reverence, to have highest respect because of such intensity, to marvel at Him, to be overwhelmed by the power of God. That is the fear of God, to realize His tremendousness. Bigat. At alam niyo sa Bible, every time they will have an encounter with God, every time that they will experience the tremendousness of God, every time they will come in contact with the holiness of God, they will be overwhelmed by such intensity. And that is to fear God. That was experienced by Isaiah. If you would remember, when Isaiah saw the vision, remember, in Isaiah 6, nakita niya, he saw the train of the Lord in the temple, and he saw the vision of God. Itong nasabi niya, Woe is me, for I am lost. I am a man of unclean lips, and I live, dwell in the midst of people who are unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. This Isaiah, Prophet Isaiah, saw the vision of God, and that vision, that encounter with God, made him awed. And, and with that, he realized the tremendousness, heaviness, the weight of God. He was at awe. Ang sabi niya, I am done. When you experience God, that is what you will experience. And that's what I'm saying. You know, faith is something not just in the intellect. It should be. But we will not just know it. We will experience it. Naranasan din ito ni Simon Peter when he confessed, when he saw Jesus and he saw the miracle of Jesus. Simon Peter in Luke 5.8 said, nung nakita niyang miracle, ang sabi niya ni Simon Peter, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. Oh Lord, depart from me. Isn't that when you experience, when you first came in contact with Jesus Christ, you realized you're a sinner. 
But this is the beauty of the fear of God. While you are afraid of that Holy One, the luminous, the Holy One, while you're afraid of Him, you are so drawn to Him. Natatakot ako kasi makasalanan ako. Pero napaganda ng Diyos. Nanlilita ko kasi makasalanan ako. Pero kailangan ko tong Diyos na ito. I am so in respect and with a deep reverence, reverential awe with this God. But I am still in love with this God. That is the fear of God. You fear Him but you're so drawn to Him. If you have experienced that, if you have known that, you have become aware of the fear of God. John in the island of Patmos also experienced that. Apostle Paul experienced that. And we could see from 1 Kings, go out to respond and stand in the mountain in the presence of the Lord. And there was um, the Lord passing by. A tremendous mighty windstorm was steering at the mountains and breaking the rocks in pieces in the presence of the Lord. But the Lord was not in the windstorm. After the wind, there came an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. This is the tremendousness of God in nature. They have experienced God in nature, but you know, earthquake is not God. Thunderstorm is not God. But that is just the weight of God. You are just drawn a reverential awe with this God. That should be your motivation to serve. And thirdly, what is the fear of God? We've said that the fear of God is to be aware of this mystery. The fear of God is to realize His tremendousness. And we've seen in the Bible, every time people come in contact with God, they will realize that weight, holiness of God. And I've said, you've experienced it as well when you come and heard the gospel. You've seen the weight of God. And thirdly, the fear of God is to be fascinated by His beauty and His holiness. And that would be characterized by an experience of deep sense of fascination with God and to be fully attracted, captivated, drawn to, sabi ka, kayo na sa akin ni Pastor Aglo, magnetized, and to be amused by God. Would this fear be enough for you to serve God? In fact, in the story of Moses, you know, the story of the burning bush, where we could read here. The angel of the Lord appeared to be in the flame of fire out in the midst of a bush. He looked and behold, and this was Moses when he encountered God, the bush was burning, yet it was not consumed. And Moses said, I will turn aside to see this great sight. He was fascinated by the presence of God. He was fascinated with that fear. Why the bush is not burned? He should be afraid. But why is that afraid? Because while he's afraid, he's so drawn to, fascinated by that. Are you still fascinated by God? You know, in fact, this... So see Moses, when he's about to, because he was fascinated by it, he wanted to approach the burning bush. At ang sabi sa kanya ng Panginoon, Moses, Moses, wait a minute. Do not come for your standing a holy ground. What Moses did not realize, he was standing before the Shekinah of God. In fact, this hall is called the Shekinah Hall, the glory of God, the shining glory of God. And when you ever come here, Shekinah is not just the glory of God. It comes with it, the fear of God. And I hope every time you come here and you will remember that you enter the Shekinah Hall, you will remember to fear God. To be awed at Him. To marvel at Him. To realize His mystery. And to be aware of His tremendousness. And to be fascinated by Him. That is what it means to fear God. And you know, one great example of the, our fascination with God is none other than the gospel. When we read Ephesians 3, uh, verses 2 to 6. Let me just read that. 
assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for you, how the mystery was made known to me by revelation, as I have written briefly. When you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations, as it has been revealed to his holy apostles, prophets, and the Spirit. And I continue. This mystery is the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. And so what it means is that this gospel is an example of our fascination for God. This gospel that God was found to be man who lived among us, suffered under the hands of men to redeem the world for himself and for his glory, he has shown his wonderful grace and love for us. Isn't that unfathomable? That God will come down to die for you and me. And when you realize that, that's the fear of God. Why would a holy God die for you and me? Why would he? Who are you, by the way? What is man that you are mindful of him, the angel asked. And that when we discover, my dear friends, the beauty of his message, the beauty of the gospel, the message of love and forgiveness of Jesus, we are drawn to it. We are fascinated by it. Hindi ba nakita niyo yung beauty ng Diyos sa buhay niyo? And then you are drawn to it. We experience the mystery and tremendousness of God. We find Him as the answer. We are fascinated by Him. We find Him beautiful. And we find our very selves. The gospel is one great example of fascination with God and the fear of God. And this caused us for us to rejoice. Such intense love, such hugeness, colossal, big love of God, the weight of God in love. You cannot just contain it. Kaya hindi natin pwedeng i-box ang Diyos. God is so big. His love is so big that you could not contain it. But you are drawn to it. You are fascinated by it. You realize you need Him. Kailangan niyo ang Diyos. You should be fascinated by Jesus. Because my dear friends, if Jesus and His gospel do not fascinate you, I don't know what else will. When you learn the fear of God, you will be fascinated by Jesus and his gospel. Although you say, Jesus, sabi ni Simon Peter, do not come to me, I'm a sinful man. Pero bakit lumapit pa rin sa Simon Peter? Because he realized the fear of God is while I fear him, I am drawn to him. I am still attracted to him. There is something in me if you see the beauty and you see the, the wholeness, the grandeur of God. There's nothing you can do but just to be drawn to Him. Inevitably, irresistibly, you will just go to Him and say, I have found everything in you. That is to fear God. And so I will close here and I'll give you the challenge. You know, Pastor Well mentioned the nuns and the duns. We always, I've said, I mentioned a while ago, we always reduce God in a concept. Now, Lord, dapat sa ganito ka lang gagawa. You should only work in this way. You cannot be mysterious. You cannot perform miracles. You cannot touch me. You, 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 you cannot understand me. You cannot comfort me in my pain. Because you're a distant God. We can never understand God if we leave Him in a box. We must always be an awe with God. And there's a song that captures everything. Alam yung kantang, I stand in awe of you. I'll say that line, you are beautiful beyond description, too marvelous for words, too wonderful for comprehension like nothing ever seen or heard. Who can grasp 
his infinite wisdom who can fathom the depths of his love. You are beautiful beyond description, majesty and throne above. I stand in awe of you. Holy God, to whom all praise is due, I stand in awe of you. That song captures what it means to fear God, to stand in awe of God. And then when you realize the fear of God and you're fascinated by Him, you realize that your ultimate joy and ultimate pleasure is no longer found in money, sex, ambition, power. Not anymore. No longer with that. Hindi ka na masaya. My dear friends, the fear of God according to the Proverbs we have read, is the beginning of wisdom. The mystery, the tremendousness, and the fascination with God are what will make us truly happy. That will give us infinite, inexpressible joy and the ultimate satisfaction to our deepest desire. And therefore, my dear co-workers in Christ, co-laborers in the vineyard, you can have fear of God as your motivation. And so therefore, what Psalms 2.11 is true, you can truly serve God with fear. If fear means to be at awe with God, to fear Him, to be drawn to Him, be, to be attracted with Him, that is true. You can serve and fear God at the same time. You can now rejoice with trembling because you realize there's nothing important to you anymore other than Jesus Christ. That is to fear God. Being in awe of the mystery and the glory of God. Giving reverence to His holiness and majesty. Having deep fascination for His beauty are what constitute the fear of God. And this kind of fear, my dear brothers and sisters, should be one of our primary motivations in serving God. As what Psalms 2.11 says. So it's no longer conflicting to me anymore. Hindi na siya puzzle sa akin. When I say, dear brothers and sisters, let us serve God with fear, you know now what it means. So I'll ask you, do you fear God? Do you understand what it means to fear Him? You realize that there is nothing and no one could ever satisfy you anymore. Sabi sa Proverbs 8.10, and I'll be ending here. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Nine, nine, a while ago, I made a very cyclical question on this. I asked this. And the answer to this question is this. If you find that the pleasure of God is greater than your sins, if you find that the evil that you are so formally drawn to, the evil, the sin that you are so attracted to before, are all lies, are all cheap substitute of a holy, wonderful, beautiful God, you will begin to hate evil. And you will say, you are a lie. Kasi nungalingan ang money, sex, power, energy, lahat yan, kasi nungalingan, because for me, to fear God is to be at all at Him. I found that my greatest pleasure is in Christ, and therefore, with that, my dear friends, I'm beginning to hate evil. And so that is what it means to fear God. That is what it means to be drawn to Him. You no longer desire the allure of possession of earthly things. Nothing can make you happier other than Jesus Christ. You will begin to hate sin. And when you have the fear of God, you will be drawn to His holiness, to the love, to the kindness, and to Christ's likeness. We have solved this verse. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Now we understand that this is true. I'll end here. When we discover the fear of God, it's as if we've discovered the pearl of great price. That you will do everything and anything just to have it. And that is true. 
we are all called by God and we are all taken, breathless by God. And I know for many of you who want to serve, you will join us for you to discover what it means to fear God and serve Him. And I know you will experience the experience of the Holy One, to realize His mystery, to be aware of His tremendousness, and to be fascinated by Him. And this is my personal testimony. You know, my dear friends, mga ka-FB friends at mga ka-YouTube subscribers, I have no ambition whatsoever to be a pastor. None. Wala. This is the list of the vocation that I wanted to do. In fact, not the list. It's not included in my list ever. I felt the call of God, but I keep on denying it. I said, I will never go there. Never. If you ask me many times, I would say no to it. No, definitely not. Why would I be here? My career should be in the courtroom. I'm legally trained. It should not be the pulpit. I mean, uh, this should never be an ambition. I've realized that what we're doing is very difficult. Imagine your problems will be my problem too. If you leave the church, we become very sad. Could you imagine that? So please don't leave the church just abruptly. It makes me sad. It makes us all sad. And you know, what do I get? Every time I close my eyes, I said, why am I here? But you know why I'm here? Because I'm drawn and fascinated by the love of God. Nothing can make me happy anymore. I can only be happy with Jesus Christ. That's the only way. I could never be happy with my promotion. I could never be happy with my salary. I could never be happier. Only Jesus could make me happy. I have found the pearl of great price. And I will do everything and anything, everything, just to have it. I could not sleep anymore. I am drawn to it. I will do everything and anything just to get it. I discovered the fear of God. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, for those who are you who serve, let me just say this. I know you felt the same. Bakit kinaglilingkod? Why are you wasting your energy, time, effort, and money here? Bakit kinaglilingkod sa mga kapwa natin dito? Why are you giving your offering? Don't you think it's a waste of time? But I think this is the answer to all of us, my dear co-servants, my dear brothers and sisters. All of us here could attest to this. We give our time. We serve God because we were all taken breathless by God. We were all awed by God. We've discovered him and say nothing can make us happy anymore. That's why we're here. Because we've discovered what it means to fear God. And when you come here, serve with fear, rejoice with trembling. And I know, my dear brothers and sisters, of all of you who are serving with me, I know that it's exactly what you feel. You discovered God. And that's why you serve Him. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, I'll end with this statement. May you experience the fear of God now that you understand it. May you experience the mysterium tremendum et fascinans. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for giving us this opportunity to serve you. You have called us and it's our duty to give back you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And Father, as we serve, we've discovered that as we have seen your beauty, your love, and we just awed by your incomprehensibility, by your holiness, we're left nothing to do but just to serve you. But then when, when, did, when we discover, Lord, when we discovered you, we realized 
that we are just drawn to give everything and anything for your kingdom, for your sake, and for your holy name. And Lord, thank you for making us discover the fear of you because the fear of you is the beginning of wisdom, the wisdom that we could not find any happiness, joy in this world except from you alone, that we could only find it through our Lord Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sins. And so, Father, bless my co-servants today, I pray. Bless those people who serve alongside us, those people who give, who give their time, their energy, their efforts, their money for your kingdom and for the service of your people. Lord, we could not thank them enough. Thank you will not be enough to appreciate them. But Lord, we know that it's not our thanks or appreciation that they're waiting for because what they have discovered is you. And so, Father, today bless them. Bless those who serve with us. Give them, Lord, the blessing and the provision that they needed as they serve you. Talent that they needed as they pursue, Lord, their vocation or their calling. Lord, I pray that as they give their time, you will multiply it. As they give their resources, you will bless them. And Father, I pray for every worker in this church, Lord, I pray that you will just anoint them with a call that comes from you alone. Comfort their hearts. And so, Lord God, I pray also for the people and for those who are listening uh, with us today. Father, I pray that they will also discover the fear of you. They will realize the awe of your majesty and the grandeur of your holiness. And they will discover who you are. And so, Father, I pray today that you will be with your people as we go through the week. We don't know what they're going through, but may your fear be with us. And so that in every day, we will always stand in awe of you. And we'll always be fascinated by your beauty. All this we ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Let us receive the Lord's benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of our holy, merciful, and loving, trying God, the Father, our Creator, the Holy Spirit, our Sustainer, and God the Son, our Redeemer. Amen, amen, and amen. Go in peace, my dear brothers and sisters. And for those of you who've joined us through Facebook and YouTube, thank you. Join us again next week on our same YouTube and uh, Facebook platforms. And we'll see you again next week. Thank you and God bless you all.